And welcome to Get Into It, where we do just that. I'm Ambry. And I'm Jordan Rice. And today we are going to be sharing some of our experiences as POC at a PWI. Now, if you've listened to us for a little bit, some of these stories might sound a little familiar, but a lot of them aren't. And we also post that question on our social medias, on our TikTok and our Instagram at Get Into It underscore podcast. Follow us if you don't, um, where we actually have some of y'all's stories and we're going to share them as well. And they're really interesting. I hate to, I hesitate to say like good or, you know, right. it's traumatic, but um, they're interesting. <laughs> so let's get started. Amber, do you want to start with one of yours? Um, okay. This was like a minor one, but like, I remember I was in math class and I was seated what, what, with- What grade? What grade? Girl, I don't remember it. No grades. I, I just, should have known because you're not going to remember your grade. I never remember the grade. All of them blur together and I do not care about American education system. But anyway- um, I think I was in eighth grade, ninth grade, young, 14, 15. And I was seated with only white boys. I, cause I think, you know, I was one of those kids where I was quiet and I kept to myself. So they would put me with the people who talked a like lot because I was supposed to be a positive. Yes. I'm supposed to be a positive influence, which never freaking works. It, it just never makes works. It just awkward. So I was there and we were looking at a presentation on the, the board and there was this girl in front of us who wore an Afro. But her afro was like really big and beautiful. And of course I was like, yes, it's so gorgeous. But the white guys in my class were in the farther part of the, uh, the classroom. Um, he was like, oh, I can't see like this girl's hair is so huge. It looks like Colin Kaepernick, like Colin Kaepernick move, Colin Kaepernick. And like the girl didn't even like the black girl didn't even wasn't phased. I don't know if she heard him. I don't know what was going on. And it was one of the moments that I actually kind of regret because I didn't, I didn't correct him. I was just kind of like, just shut up and look at the just move your neck move your neck but I just I didn't correct him and I feel really bad about it and I hope the girl didn't hear him because he was just being so incredibly rude and like just making random jokes about her hair and it was just unnecessary and all the guys were laughing pretty much in the in this little circle that we sat in so that was like agitating I think a lot of my stories come from white boys at school and they were just like really someone said uh on tiktok joy is a revolution because they don't want to see a black person i'm substituting what they actually said they don't want to see a black person happy and i was like that is like the mission of white boys in uh developmental education like they do not want to see a black person happy it seems like because that was so unnecessary um i think one of those kind of sounded like a someone from our post that responded it kind of reminds me of that story so they said Mm. um they said me and my best friend were hanging out after school together and we were walking around the school and these white boys cornered us in a dead end and he walked over and pulled slash grabbed my box braids and and then after asked if he could touch them and told my best friend she'd look better with box braids instead of her natural hair you know what? <laughs> White men have a lot of opinion on black people here. Like what? they they really do. It's really weird, actually. I've had like numerous little minor things where I've just heard white men commenting on black women's hair. They never do it as much with white women's hair. They're just kind of like, oh, it like, flows in the breeze. It's pretty. 
but like us we have categories her back right a messy bun whatever it's like but we have like categories of like decent and ugly like it's like oh this hair is uh, tolerable but this hair is disgusting you need to do something with it right it's weave when sometimes it's not even weave it's just it's just extensions but you only call it extensions it's white you saw that tiktok didn't you that tiktok oh my god no that was me i didn't see the tiktok (laughs) okay well anyways all right so um, my story, since we're on the topic of white boys, which actually a lot of my stories come from them. So I was, and if you are also on our TikTok, you kind of know this. I had my hair in a poof. It's not anything extravagant. It was literally just up in a poof. And it was one of the first times I was like getting comfortable wearing my natural hair to school. And I sat also with all three white boys at the back of the classroom. So I don't know if that was um, some racism on the part of the teacher to like mess with me, but that's what happened. And I had my hair in a poof and this guy, they were joining on each other and he looks at me and points at my hair and was like, Jordan, I don't know why you're just not saying anything because whenever I look at your hair, I just see a bird's nest. And I was in seventh grade and I didn't know what to say in response to that like I really didn't and I and people people in the comments of our TikTok post were really like you should have done this and you should have said that and, da, da, da. and I was like I just didn't have the confidence in my blackness or in my hair right. or anything to be able to say something back not like not even like insulting him just like defending myself I didn't have that confidence and you know that that makes me be like hmm but uh, right. it's tough. It, yeah, I think we always say that going to white schools teaches you a lot about advocacy, either from the lack of you doing it for yourself or just the situations that it puts you in. So, right. It fries your nerves a bit because you're kind of like, it's like a miniature short circuit. Like you hear something like a, a microaggression or you're like, it, God forbid it was directed at you. And you're kind of just like, am I supposed to defend myself? And because if I do, I know I'm going to get the angry black girl stereotype. But if I don't, about to say. if I don't, then I'm like, I'm the submissive, subservient black woman. So it's like, and then I'm also not advocating for myself. And I'm like, you know, I just, I just, I didn't want to seem like right. an angry black person. Right. It was in the back. It's yeah, that's what gets you though. That's what gets you. It's that stereotype in particular that stopped me from doing a lot of things that I should have done mm. in defense of myself and others. Like yeah. angry black woman stereotype will get you every time. It will okay. get you every time. They, they have no fear of pulling that out to um, hurt you. This is not even a story I was going to tell, but I was in, I think you know what I'm about to tell. I was in gym class and <laughs> we were all like, they, you know, like they take, you take turns who's playing or whatever. And so it was just me. I was the only black girl and a bunch of white girls. And this white boy was just standing there with us. Right. And he was like systematically just going and like joning on everyone, but not in a fun joking way. Like he was insulting people and he gets to my friend. He gets to my friend. He starts talking all this mess and da, 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 da. And I was like, listen, bro, like you need to calm down. I start like talking back and talking back. And he said, oh my gosh, someone needs to get this girl to therapy. Cause she has anger issues. When I tell you, I bought, I about lost my mind. I was like, well, if you're already going to call me an angry black woman, let me just fulfill that fantasy for you. Like I about lost right. my mind and thank God for my friend. Cause like, she was like, actually physically held me back. I was so. And Ooh, I was incensed. I was mad, bro. I can, and I can't even, I think that was the only yeah. moment that I can actually remember 
advocating for someone else like it wasn't even me but like trying to like stand up for someone and then someone actually just blatantly putting angry black women on my face and like said it very loudly and I was like "Mm." again it's like one of their favorite things in their arsenal because it's easy to do any type and it's not even just anger any type of passion threatens them so it's like it's not even just like I'm angry at you for saying this microaggression it's me passionately speaking about something that I like that threatens you or it's like something that I want to defend it still threatens you so yeah. it's just kind of like it's all encompassing and it's just so it's like annoying. you can't win you can't win and once you learn that you can't win that's honestly the easiest thing to you're like well I'm just gonna just like well you know what I'm saying like I'm just gonna do what I gotta do and then right. you get better so let's see what story do I have um oh I have one of my favorite traumatic stories uh yeah 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 it's horrible horrible Uh, let's see how the grade was I in I always have trouble thinking about this but I think I was in middle school I'm gonna go with that Mm -hmm. broad term I was young very young a child a child and I was in social studies class and again I don't send this to brag but I was, you know, the, you know, the little boards some teachers had, like the best student will be at the top and like, it'll move up and down. It's like supposed to be like a motivational thing. Well, I was at the top. Okay. I, a girl did good in that class. And it, so it wasn't, that's, that's, the, it's relevant for something later in the story. And so we were just in class having conversation and my teacher posed a question and I raised my hand. Now the other girl across from me who was black raised her hand at the same time. Um, and my teacher for some reason, was like, oh, look, the Black girls are raising their hand. It was the most bizarre thing. It was so bizarre. But here's, it had to be like maybe four of us, max. Two Black women and maybe some uh, Black uh, men. No, don't say men and women, because I no, y'all were children, Black girls right and boys. girls and boys you're right 100 right um and the rest the rest was like white or hispanic or whatever but it was we we were the minority for sure and so everybody was just looking at us like at you was that at him yes, I'm looking at because, him <laughs> because you know i mean they, they want to see our reaction they want to see how it feels to be called out because it, it wasn't necessarily he wasn't saying like he never said that, oh, look, they're dumb. So like, and let me point this out. It was never that, but it was like, you can't interpret it as that. As a kid, you 100% are going to interpret it as your surprise. Because why else are you saying that? Exactly. What else, why, why else would you say? You would never say that if two white girls at the same time the raised whites their whole No, you wouldn't do you that. You would never say that. Yeah. And the, you yeah. know what the interesting thing is? Because I told this story before on the podcast, and I believe that's the name of one of the episodes. It's the first episode. Um, it's the name of the first right, one. Right, yeah. yeah. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. And I actually got a text from somebody. Remember I told you this? I got a text from somebody who was in the class they're like, I don't know how they got my number. I still don't know who it is, but they text me. That was me. the funniest thing. You were like, I have no I, idea who this is. I, I, I kind of panicked because I didn't know who it was. And they text me and they were like, I think I was in the class when this happened and I didn't say anything. And I'm sorry for that. And you know what? It was, it was so heartwarming. But here's the thing. Like, you were a kid too. I don't expect you to know how to defend another kid. Especially, I, I'm assuming that person was white. I don't know if they were. Um, but... I don't, I mean, like, I don't know if you had the tools to know what to do. I didn't know what to do. We were kids. We were, not, we were never I'm supposed saying. to be put in that situation in Thank the first you. place. So I was like, I'm By gonna, an adult. I think, 
Right. And by an adult who knows, knows better, who've been teaching for years. The adults have but failed. Like they fail failed. in every single situation. Like there has not been a situation th- that the, where the, it was some race issue was brought up to the adult's attention if they weren't the ones causing the problem, like in this scenario, where they handled it properly. In my experience, right. not a We're single fine. one. So I was like, I accepted that apology, but I was like, like, like what, I yeah, really I, don't blame you. That no, is not one hundred percent not on you. Yeah, I don't. I didn't correct him until I told my parents, and they corrected him. But um, because I did again, I'm I was already and I am a shy person. Like I yeah. I was never meant to be put in that situation. I literally can't. I I have a hard time with confrontation. I for sure had a harder time when I was a kid. So I was like, I just went about my day after that. Like I literally had no. I didn't have the tools to address it. Neither did my friend. Neither did the black girl who raised her hand at the same time as me. Like we, we were just shocked. We were completely shocked. And he apologized, but it was just kind of like, it, I was yeah, done. Like you, yeah. yeah, you know I was a good student. You know that I like to answer your questions. You know I engaged with you all the time. I don't know why you felt the need to, you know, call me out like that and question my intelligence, or at least make me think that you're questioning my intelligence. It's bizarre. <sighs> Someone commented, I was in the first grade and my twists were popping and I went into class, but got called out by the principal who was black, but whitewashed there where it's not mine. I'm reading it verbatim. And she (laughs) called me out because I had on a MLK shirt in February, Black History Month. And I was confused. I asked why I can't wear this. And she said, because he, MLK, made life harder for the authorities to care about people like you black people when i read that when i read that i was like she said what she said what and this is all okay i i okay go ahead because no because that's so bizarre that is so bizarre that is bizarre imagine 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 i'm just i'm just so hysterical right now like i I, i'm not laughing because i think it's fun i'm laughing because like i have no idea because that's insane that's literally insanity you're mad at a man who critiqued white supremacy who is this who was assassinated assassinated and you're saying that he was wrong for critiquing white supremacy you're saying the thing that killed the very thing that killed them like he knew it was gonna happen but like the very thing that in Black History Month! During Black History Month. Oh my, I'm so sorry to that person. That literally is horrifying. Oh my God. I wonder what happened after that. Actually, I I wonder too. If if you see this and you want to uh, tell us what happened next. I mean, follow us on Get Into It underscore podcast on TikTok and Instagram to let us know what happened because Lord. Okay, let's give me... I, okay so one thing that happened to me was I was walking into a class and all the people were like warning me they're like Jordan there's this new girl in here because I, I wasn't there for the last class or whatever and they're like there's this new girl and she's really um abrasive and da 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 and she's really just you know rambunctious and obnoxious and I was like okay like I didn't understand why anyone was talking to me the girl comes in, she's white and she sits next to me and she very loudly goes, oh my God, you look like the girl from Annie. This is after the live 
action the the um not the last oh one. the black yeah the yeah black yeah girl, the black Annie. wallace uh came out yeah. what was that in 2014 that Ooh, uh annie and she's like which i don't look like the girl you did not. i didn't look like her but okay she's like you look like the girl the annie doesn't she and she proceeds to grab my chin and my face hold my wow. face like, and like squeeze my head and like show the other white people in the room like display me like and said I look like Annie I felt my ancestors rising up within me and I was like I know I'm like so serious because I told when I, I didn't tell my parents for a long time because I when I tell you I blacked out after that I cannot remember what happened so I just I never saw the girl again so that just take with that what you will I never saw her again she never came back to that class but I, and I can't remember what I said or did in that situation mm. um when I told my parents it's like years later and I was like you know I had a realization that one of the things when I say my ancestors were rising up within me one of the things that really really bothered me was you know when they would auction off slaves they would show them like grab their teeth and their face and their bodies and just show them off to white people like look at this animal this exhibit and stuff and I don't like the the feeling of her grabbing my face like that and holding it and had no like it didn't compute to her that that was a messed up thing to do at all it just seemed like her right to grab me any type of way it like really I was like I didn't understand why enraged like you know that but I was like maybe this is why it was ridiculous wow that's generational trauma for you boom it sounds like (laughs) it was it was like something that you are it's ingrained in your DNA to kind of be uncomfortable with yeah okay let me I mean like the thing about these stories is that I have I have them that are like so similar because it's happened to me multiple times like I've I've had pencils put in my afro before when I wasn't looking and then like when I turned around they were like oh I just want to see if it'll stay in there um I've had you know what I had this one specific instance (laughs) where there was this girl um you know her I just can't say her name but she was, <laughs> she was okay like, tell the story maybe I'll, know. I'll tell it later <laughs> um there was this, this white girl and she was in my class and I, I I had a few conversations with her but we weren't friends we were not even acquaintances we were just class who talked theater okay. um we were people okay, who talked in past <laughs> and we were people who talked in passing and so I was sitting down because we were doing a show and we had to do notes and if you're a theater kid you know you have to sit down like in front of the stage or wherever you're at and listen to the notes being told notes to you. are like feedback on your performance and things right like feedback on the performance so you have to sit there and just be quiet and listen um and I was just sitting minding my business and I had a puff on my head and I was leaning back a bit and I think she was like behind me or slightly behind me and next thing I know, I feel like a claw coming up to my hair at a few squeezes. And at this point, I'm like eight, nine, 17, 17, 16, 18, around there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I feel her hand and I turn around and I was like, can I help you? And she was like, oh, no, I just thought it was, I thought it was so cute. Like, I just wanted to squeeze it. I was like, you realize that that's my hair. Like, you can't do that. Don't do that ever again. <laughs> it was the one time, it was the one time that I thoroughly remember being like, I'm not having it. And right. she was like, oh, should. no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, okay. And I turned around. See, the, the thing is, 
maybe a year after that, I was doing the same thing. This time, this is weird. This time I was leaning forward. I was wearing like a lower cut dress. I was leaning forward, I was wearing a lower cut dress. And I was minding my business as I always do. Same girl, slightly behind me. I feel her hand poke at my boob twice. <laughs> I can't make this up. I was like, I was just laying there and she poked at my boob twice. And I was like, can I help you? <laughs> I, was so, I was so shocked. You have to know that she was not my friend. She was not my friend. She wasn't my acquaintance. She just felt the need to like touch my body. And I was like, are you kidding? No, literally like a year later or maybe a few months. I don't know. But it was genuinely the most bizarre thing ever. And I had to I had to get at her <laughs> the same way. I was like, are you serious? Don't do that again. The you same have to way. Tell me who this is when this gets over. I will. Oh, it was this, I have this my ideas. Ever. I have my ideas, but the second one really threw me off, bro. I, just, I was like, just because, like, to me, maybe that one wasn't as racialized as like her, like grabbing at my Which hair. Is, no, but, like, because then it's like white people feeling like they have a right to to just grab you and touch you, and and, and like they have the right over your body to do whatever they want to at any given right. point in time. So physically inspect. I was just minding my. I have never seen her do that to anybody else. That's what was actually because weird. they don't. They don't. You don't see that. Now there might be some exceptions, obviously, but in general, people don't just go around touching folks that they don't. Okay. And she looked right. genuinely like she looked genuinely offended when I was like, "Stop." Yes, <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, you know, like really defensive, like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know." Like, girl, it was so weird. I have nothing anyway, to add to that. I have nothing. It was for so weird. Okay. Someone commented. This one I've been waiting to share with you, Amber. I'm so ready. Freshman year, I started a race war because. <laughs> <laughs> great start. Great start. Great start. Freshman year, I started a race war because there was this group of white athletes being homophobic towards my friend. And I walked up to them and told them to leave him alone and that it's none of their business. It started as just me, then all the other black kids chipped in and we were arguing and the black kids wanted to fight the white one. So I had to break them up. We were at a scrimmage, which is like a basketball game or a sports game or whatever. Yeah. They started a race for their freshman year. <laughs> I think that is so iconic. I don't condone violence or anything or fighting or anything like that, but I do condone you sticking up for uh, your friend and speaking out against things that are wrong. And I'm glad that the other black people around you helped you out, especially because back. homophobia in the black community is a topic. So for right. them to be helping you out was really amazing. Um, right freshman That's year you're doing big things early on right, big, big moves big moves Money i moves. don't remember shaking it yeah i don't remember shaking the table until my senior year so like <laughs> just, I, yeah making the white folks angry collectively was my collectively. senior year. wow um right please yeah. um <laughs> okay this is from uh my teacher i took a contemporary issues in law class and class was ending and me and my friend were discussing whatever I don't remember and my white teacher unprovoked like I don't this was not had nothing to do with the lesson comes over to me and was like so what are your thoughts on reparations and I was like (laughs) I just I was like huh and he's like your thoughts on reparations and I was like like do I think that black people are entitled to reparations the answer is yes 
And he was like, so how would you go about that? He expected me to have a complete description of how I think reparations should be distributed in Black America. I was like, now I have my answers now, but I was like, are you walking up to any other person in this room and asking them how they think to give a detailed, correct and accurate response? So then like, I felt myself trying to like grasp the straws and I was like, say this, da, 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 da. And I would say these things. He's like, so what about black people who immigrated here? Because he was like, I don't think they should be getting them because they weren't descendants of slaves. And I was like, but they still suffer from white supremacy. They're still oppressed by that. So like, what's your point? He said, so you just think we should give all the money. I was like, why are you hassling me? The bell has rung. I'm waiting to go home. You can do your own. Re- Obviously, you have your own opinion. For and why me of all people in this? I am not a scholar. I'm in eleventh right. grade. And that's the thing. That is a running theme with white teachers, specifically. They will ask you any type of question about your blackness and expect you to have the most informed answer, articulate, and like literally, right, educated and answer, right. And it's like, girl, I'm 15. <laughs> like, I don't have yeah. the answer. But you wouldn't do this to like a white student Anyone talking about else. like economic. Like you want me to have like the answer, the saving grace for my people. I don't have that. I still don't have that. I'm 19. I still don't got that. I couldn't give you the most articulate answer if I wanted to because I'm not informed in that. You need to talk to somebody who specializes. Who maybe studies that? Who is an expert in finances and, and things like that? Right. Like I really didn't understand what time. I wanted. I didn't understand what he wanted me to say. Like, I feel like there's a, there's a way to pose a question to somebody who you know is going to have answer that you want. Like, you know, somebody of an identity that can answer that question. You have to come about it or go about it respectfully. Like, you can be like, okay, I have a question and it's more of a culturally significant question. So if you're comfortable answering, I would love to hear your answer and then go. Like, like then you, you literally they never so probably like thoughts that. of reparation. Exactly. They never do that. What do you, you mean? can ask me culturally significant questions. I can answer, but if only if I'm comfortable and only if you like ask for my consent. Because sometimes that's triggering. Like you never know. And I again I don't have the answers. I I will be confused if you're coming at me, you know, from jump asking these questions. It's just yeah. ugh, interesting that white like teachers always do that. <gasps> you know what? When it comes to schooling, I really don't have any more oh, <laughs> stories. Oh, I have my honorable mention, um, which I feel like these are like flashbacks. When um, when they would turn the lights off in the classroom and all the white kids would go, where are uh, all the black uh, people? Honorable mention. Uh, they talk about slavery or the civil rights movement and all the white people turn their head at you looking like you were supposed to feel something with that. Like feel, right. I don't know what they're looking for. That's one. Um, I think I had another one. No, those might just be it. But those are my two honorable mentions. Again, thank you for everyone who submitted your your stories. I'm so sorry that those things happened. Right. Um, thank you for feeling safe enough with us to share them. Um, again, I'm so sorry that those things happened to you. If you guys want another episode like this, let us know. You can follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at getintoit underscore podcast. We have visual podcasts now. So if you're listening, you can also go on our YouTube, just get into it podcast and watch the visual ones. And we'll put clips of it on our Instagrams and on our TikTok. So unless Amber has anything else to say, I think this is a goodbye. Thank y'all. Bye. Thank y'all. Bye. Thank you.